There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You are so freaking cool. I know that sounds so corny, but I just want to tell you that. I really just want to tell you that you are really cool. You are so awesome. You are so unique. You are so special. If you have tricked yourself into thinking that you are not unique, special, and cool, then you can go tell yourself to just shut up because you are. You are listening to the Game Changers podcast. And welcome back to season three of Game Changers, the podcast. Do not worry, that is not going to be our new introduction. I'm just feeling like in one of those moods today, probably been watching too many TikToks. But anyway, today's episode is sponsored by you. So what you need to do is send me money. No, I'm joking. But Today's episode is not sponsored by, but it is in appreciation for you. I just really wanted to take some time at the start of this episode to just express how grateful I am. You have seriously embraced the return of this podcast with open arms, theoretical internet open arms. And by that, I mean, you guys have been sharing it and messaging me. And honestly, I'm just so grateful for that. Like, I know that it takes time to take a screenshot and share something on your stories. Honestly, it just really helps to get this podcast out to more people. I've just checked the podcast charts and we are still in one of the top positions for the careers category on iTunes. I think we've been there for a while now. And now I have a goal to get it out to even more people so we can get higher up those charts. Not that that really means anything to me, but I thought it'd be fun, something fun to strive for. So anyway, you guys have just been sending me a lot of messages saying, how much this podcast has helped you, how much you appreciate the content here. And it really is a place that I love creating content because it's so, so easy for me to just sit down and speak about things that are on my mind or speak about things that are going to help you to build a more successful business. As well as I do have some really, really cool chats coming up. So like I said in the last episode, I was really going to mix between recording solo episodes, which you guys said you loved, but also the intention of this podcast from the beginning was to share you game-changing stories from other epic, extraordinary other entrepreneurs. I said other twice. Yep, I'm the other guys. But I definitely have some cool stories and some cool chats coming up from just people that you probably haven't heard of, to be honest. I know I scour through the podcasts that I love and I just see the same people being interviewed over and over and over again. And even though it's amazing because I love these people, they tend to end up saying the same thing over and over again. There's not really many ways that you can diversify your own story. So I really wanted to bring some people to you that maybe you haven't heard of. They're not in the normal like podcasting circuit for entrepreneurship and, you know, building a brand online. So anyway, that's what we're doing. That's it. So sponsored appreciation by you. Thanks. Keep sharing it out there. Anyway, ramble over. Today's episode is going to be all about hashtag authentic. (laughs) 
And what I mean by that is I want to talk about how to build a hashtag authentic brand. No, honestly, I'm like throwing a little bit of shade here because I really think the word authentic is so cringy now. Do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like mid 90s when people like ironically started saying groovy again. I'm pretty sure it was around the time that Austin Powers came out, but then like groovy had a comeback and it was just like, I get it, but it's just not that funny. And like, I feel like authentic is that now. It's just like this, this term that we throw around, which is just becoming quite cringy if you ask me. You know, everyone is talking about like how to be more authentic and this is like so hashtag authentic and really I wanted to kind of throw a little bit of shade at that because it's so silly the concept of why people are teaching other people to be authentic or deciding whether someone is authentic or not. Honestly, what is authentic? Authentic means original. It doesn't mean confident. It doesn't mean someone who has enough confidence to talk about the fact that they haven't showered in three days. It doesn't mean that you put your pimples on the internet. Like all of that stuff is amazing. I totally love all of that stuff. I love that we are being more open and honest about what real life looks like. But I think there's this massive confusion with a lot of people about what authentic means. I had a conversation with a couple of friends and, you know, this authentic hashtag authentic style content that a lot of people are posting about, you know, just like, I don't know, very self-depreciating, like, oh my gosh, look at my pimple kind of stuff. Like, again, I love all that stuff. I love that there's a reality and the kind of like screen is being taken away from what social media has made us think real life actually looks like when it doesn't. I think that it's amazing that we're all sharing all of this stuff, but it's put a lot of pressure. I mean, the negative of this has been that it's put a lot of pressure on a lot of people to feel like they need to be super, super open and like push the boundaries of what they're comfortable with to actually start succeeding online. You know, it used to be, oh my gosh, do I need to be like totally fit, totally pretty, totally successful to succeed online? And now it's like, oh my gosh, do I need to like basically share every single intimate detail of my life? The answer is neither. If you want to be authentic online, authentic means original. Like if you've ever eaten a packet of two-minute noodles, you know the blue ones, Everyone who's not in Australia is like, what the fuck are two-minute noodles? But anyway, like original. Think like that's all it is. Authentic means original. And what does that actually mean? It means you being you. It doesn't mean you being disgusting. It doesn't mean you having to put yourself in a vulnerable position where you share way more than you're comfortable with. No. All it means is you not putting on any type of facade when you are actually showing up online. And so today's episode isn't going to be about being authentic from the perspective of how do you be more, you know, just BTS, I guess you could say, like, how do you show more of the behind the scenes of your life? When I talk about being authentic, and that's what I want to talk about today, what I actually mean is how do you feel comfortable to be more of yourself to whatever degree you feel confident in sharing. And I know that kind of sounds weird, but what I mean by that is you are still building a personal brand. You know, when you're showing up online, you're building a personal brand 
for the perspective or for the intention, sorry, of using it as a promotional tool for your business. You know, unless you just, your goal, I guess, is to be an influencer or a family vlogger or someone who's really capitalizing on sharing way more than most people feel comfortable with about their personal lives. That's fine. That stuff is good and it has its place. I freaking love watching people like get engaged and do all of that stuff. But Again, all of this like real life authentic content has made a lot of people feel like they're not able to keep up if they don't want to show those intimate details of their lives. And so what I really want to share with you today is you're allowed to be yourself and being authentic means being the original version of you, you know, not mimicking anyone, not feeling like you have to act a certain way because somebody else had else had success in that way. It's you being you, but it's also you being you and sharing what you feel comfortable sharing, you know? So it's feeling confident enough to be yourself, but also realizing that you don't have to like literally tell someone your bra size to be successful online. And so that's what I want to do today. And really where this idea was sparked from is two places. I had a message that came through to my Instagram and someone said to me, like, how do you consistently show up? Actually, I'm going to read it. Wow, I just listened back to the last part of that clip and I realized how annoying it is when my watch actually bangs on my table. I'm really going to try to stop doing that. Anyway, hashtag authentic. Um, The message said, thank you so much for the advice. May I ask how you always look so positive? You have such great energy. You are so smart and authentic and you're always so sincere and honest when you're giving advice. Is this something you are natural at or is this a skill that one can work on? And I just thought this was such a really interesting question because honestly, like I feel like I am hashtag authentic in my own perspective of authenticity. Now, do I go too deep into sharing intimate details of my life? Absolutely not. It's funny because a lot of people say and feel like they really, really know me because I do share a lot of stuff. But the thing is, I would say that I'm only sharing probably about 20% of my life, my personality, the ins and outs of who I actually am online. I mean, that 20% is a lot, maybe more than that, but it's not the whole experience of my existence that I am sharing online. There's so many things that you don't see. There's so many things that you don't hear of. Why? One, because they have absolutely no relevance to the brand that I'm building. Not because I'm trying to hide anything, just because it's probably going to be boring or irrelevant. You know, when George and I like go to the movies and I have a particular style of movie preference, I'm not going to show up online and be like, oh my God, George took this movie and I hated it. And then we had a fight. Like, no, boring. You know what I mean? And so I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about this question, you know, is authenticity something that is a skill that you can develop? Well, yes and no. I just don't think it's the skill that everybody thinks it is. So basically, like I said, authenticity is about being original. And so when you're being original, it means being you and showing up as the youest version of you online. So I really want to give you like three tips that are going to help you to do this. But remember, it doesn't mean you're feeling like you have to share things that you are not comfortable with. It's just that when you are sharing, you're sharing it in the way that is most authentic and real and original to you. And so the first thing is, and I know you guys are going to like literally be like, oh my God, facepalm, like, come on, give us something new. But 
honestly, 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 the first tip that I have for you to be more authentic online is that you got to learn to love yourself. Like one of the reasons why I think I'm able to be so authentic in the way that I share content when I'm filming videos, recording these podcasts on my Instagram story is because I genuinely love who I am. So much so that I can actually be entertained by my own stories. Like I will watch back my own stories and be like, man, this is good shit. Like I really enjoy the content that I create because I've gotten myself to a point where I truly do love myself. And this hasn't come from, you know, necessarily a place of, let me take more care of myself and have more baths. No, this is way deeper than that. This is just me getting to a point of pure self-acceptance. And I'm going to be honest, I feel like it has come a little bit with age, but it also has come with all of the self-development work that I have done. You know, I've been putting myself out there online for about five years now. And when I first started putting myself out there, oh my God, like even though I would have been what, 25, I still thought I was way too old for YouTube. I seriously, thought I I would always be comparing my body and I, I just I never really thought I was good enough for what I was doing and then obviously I found self development in about you know 2016 when I had my first business and I was suffering with imposter syndrome and fear and you know I've got my whole business story on YouTube if you wanted to go look at that but I really feel like a lot of the self-development that I have done has made me way more confident in myself. Showing up and putting myself out there online has like put, made me way more confident. But I think the thing that allows me to be so authentic and just so me is realizing how special and unique I actually am. And honestly, I don't remember which TED Talk it was. Maybe it was one by Tony Robbins. I don't know. But when I first heard the, and I've used this a lot, but when I first heard the uh, concept that you have a one in 400 trillion chance of being born, like all of the variables that go into your conception and, you know, you actually being you and developing you and even like predating that, you know, even to the point of like the chances of your parents meeting, all of those variables have added up to you being actually a one in 400 trillion chance of being born. And when I heard that, I was like, man, and then I thought about, you know, okay, so it was a one in 400 trillion chance of me being born born, like from the day I was born, the day I was brought into this world, right? And then every single moment, right? From every single thing I saw as a child, every single thing I heard, every experience that I've had, good, bad, growing up, you know, every friend I've had, every boyfriend that I've had, every experience that I've had, all of these have made me who I am today. The way that I think, the way that I perceive the world, there is nobody else that could even come close to mimicking who I am. And I just decided that I was going to embrace that, the good, the bad, the ugly. You know, I was just going to, dis- I just made a decision that I was like, the way that I act in certain circumstances, the way that I feel, the music that I like, this is so unique to me. And I have this, like, this is mine. Like my experience, experience as being a human being is my experience. And I just decided that I was going to cherish that. 
And so for sure, I still have moments where I was like, man, I wish I was skinnier or, you know, I wish that I knew more about this topic or I wish that I was more articulate in this way. I wish I could spell better. No, I never actually wish that I could spell better. That's a part that I fully embraced. But anyway, you know, there's definitely times where I thought I wish I was better at something or that something was different. But as a whole, I really just decided that I am who I am. And I think that is pretty freaking cool. Like there is no one else out there that's going to be able to recall some of the memories that I've had like there is no one else out there that is going to have my exact taste in music there is no one else there that had my uni experience that led to my business experience that led to me starting this business there's no one else out there that has had has put up all of the videos that I have put up online like this is all unique to me and so that whenever I start creating something, I just realize like I'm pretty freaking cool. Like I'm pretty special. It's special that I'm here and it's special that I've had the experience that I've had that's led me up to this point. And so are you. And that's one of the biggest things that allows me to be authentic because when I create something, whether I'm being silly, whether I'm being serious, whether I'm being passionate, you know, even if I record something and I make mistakes and stuff, I just leave it. And that's kind of what makes me look really authentic because I just think, well, no one else would do this in the way that I'm doing it. So I'm just going to embrace it and love it. And I'm just going to post it out there. So, you know, I think a lot of times when you feel like people aren't being authentic is when you see something that seems so heavily manufactured and that just comes from a place of lack in self-confidence you know that just comes from a place of low self-esteem low self-worth when someone feels like they have to record a story over and over and over again until they get it perfect or you know they're constantly fixing when they make a mistake in a youtube video even though you can cut them out so i don't know why you would do that anyway but you know when you like make a mistake and and it just seems so unreal. It just seems so, like I said, like manufactured. It almost seems too perfect. That's where this lack of authenticity comes from when you watch a lot of people because you feel like, oh, wow, that was just, it, it almost seems rehearsed sometimes. And I think why people think I'm so authentic is because I just embrace the mistakes that I made. I just embrace that sometimes I make up words that don't make sense or I'll just say something on this podcast that just totally doesn't even make sense and I'll just keep talking anyway. You know why that feels authentic? Because that's how human beings actually are. How many times have you had a conversation with someone in your life and you've just spoken absolute shit to them and, you know, you've just both had a giggle about it because that's how human beings are. I think the reason why a lot of people think I'm so authentic and they can get really close to me and they can, you know, really embrace what I'm doing here is because I'm just mimicking not even consciously, the way that you interact in real life. You know what I mean? And that to me is authentic. It's not this polished version of me, this rehearsed version of me that I'm putting out there online. If I'm going to tell you something on this podcast and explain something to you about authenticity, it's going to be in the exact same way that I, than if I was sitting there with a friend having this conversation. You know, if I was sitting down with my bestie right now and just talking about authenticity, I would be talking about it in this exact way way. I'm using my hands a lot. I'm using facial gestures, even though none of you can see me, but I hope you can appreciate how much hand movement is behind this message because that's just authentic. So really the first step is like really just learning to love yourself. And again, like I will just totally, totally admit that a lot of the way that I learned to love myself came with age. It came with, as I got more mature, I guess, as I got older, as I just embraced myself more, for sure. But the things that you can actually do is personal development work. Like figure out your stories, figure out your blocks, figure out your confidence, 
blocks, like the things that are actually blocking you from feeling confident. The more that you try to put yourself out there, the easier it becomes, the more confident you get. You know, I spoke about this in a live once where I was talking about uh, my new hobby, MX riding, motocross riding. And I was just talking about like, it's such a crazy experience to watch myself every single time I get on that bike to get more confident and more confident and better and faster. And really that's what confidence is. You know, you build confidence when I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you do things, not when you think about doing them, when you actually take that action. I've got some notes on my phone and I was like reading the notes and I just went into Instagram and there was a picture of Jane Fonda. Oh my God, she's amazing. But anyway, that was, I digress. So anyway, the next thing, and again, not the most profound, but let me talk you through it, piece of advice. You've just got to stop caring what other people think. You know, again, the second step to self-acceptance is just realizing that nobody actually cares as much as you think that they do. You know, I think that's one of the biggest lessons for me of why I'm able to show up and just be so real and so silly and, you know, just so consistent really, because it just doesn't even cross my mind. I've gotten myself to the point where now it doesn't even cross my mind about the reception that something I create might have. I never, ever, ever think about, ooh, I shouldn't post this story in case I look silly. I shouldn't post this story in case I look stupid. I shouldn't post this story in case somebody judges me. I've gotten myself to a point where that just doesn't even enter the process. Anything that I say, whether it's my random interjection of, hey, I just saw a picture of Jane Fonda, or whether, you know, in the most recent video I posted, I did this little montage of me when I was like 18 out at parties because I don't know, I just thought it was funny at the time. I don't sit there and think, should I do this? Shouldn't I do this? Is this silly? If I think it's funny and if I want to talk about this, I'm just going to do it because again, I'm just mimicking what I would do in real life and there's no take backsies in real life. You know what I mean? Like if you say something silly, like, so that's authentic. People say silly things. People say like, you know, brain fart things quite often. (laughs) See, I'm not even like making sense right now, but you know, you make mistakes in real life. And again, I think what will make you more authentic is making those mistakes and realizing that it's not the end of the world. I think one of the biggest reasons why I'm able to produce so much, again, is because I'm not thinking about, should I post this? Shouldn't I post this? Is this too silly? Watching it over and over again. Like I just post stuff out there and whatever happens, happens. And I realize that's because it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter as much as I think. Like if I made a mistake, even if it was a really bad mistake, and I mean, I'm not talking about like some of the mistakes you see in like social media influence these days where it's like something that's just completely racist or like something that is just horrendous. Like if you accidentally so happen to say something like that, like take it down, don't post it, you know what I mean? But if you screw up a word or even if you say something that's just incorrect, like someone um, 
I can't remember what it was, but some, it was something geographical. Like it was just like ridiculous. I saw an influencer like post something and it was just like, no, that is so wrong. And I just had a giggle about it and then moved on with my life as I think most people did. And then they came out and then they laughed about it. And you know what? Other than me recalling this story right now, no one's probably ever thought about it since. You know what I mean? So like, don't be afraid to make mistakes. Like, don't be afraid to be yourself because A, one, people aren't thinking about you as much as you think they're thinking about you. You know, people aren't sitting there like waiting for you to post a story so they can get their journal out and be like, oh my gosh, let me just jot down everything that was wrong with this story. They watch it. If they like it, they watch more. If they don't like it, meh, they stop watching or they come back later when you post something else. You know what I mean? Which kind of like brings me to my third reason. And it's truly because content is so finite anyway. I know we've all been sold into this idea that like, don't post anything bad on the internet because it lives there forever, which is technically true. And that matters only about things like I said, you know, if you post a completely inappropriate photo of yourself or like something that's totally racist or, you know, slandering someone like anything that you do that like as an intelligent human being you know is wrong okay maybe think twice about it but like I said like posting a silly picture of you dancing or something like that people's attention span towards that type of content is just so short like nobody I bet you right now I will pay literally like $500 to anyone who can recall the exact sequence of all the things that I posted on my stories last week. I'll be able to tell because I can see it in the analytics, but none of you probably remember. You know what I mean? You probably enjoyed it at the time and now you've thought about thousands of other things right now and moved on with your life. You know, as most people do, maybe you remember a video or a podcast that impacted you, but I'm sure you wouldn't remember if in that video I made a mistake about something or I did a little silly joke. You know, again, like I put all these like little silly funny things in my videos all the time, or I quite often like say things like, I bet you no one will even respond about that Jane Fonda comment. I mean, I wish you would because I love the show Grace and Frankie, but you know, for the most part, people are only going to remember the message or what impacted them or what took them, took, you know, took, took their breath away. I was just about to say, or what took their breath away, (laughs) you know, or just like the points that really stood out to them. And so therefore all these other little bits that are making me authentic because in the moment you realize, haha, that was so authentic. That was like a random conversation. Like, why is Aaron so random? You're probably not going to remember that specific detail, unless you really love Jane Fonda. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is like, it's the holisticness of the mistakes, of the realness, of the funniness, of the silliness that gives you this impression of me being authentic. And yet these are all the things that so many people are afraid to do because they're afraid of being judged, which like I said, nobody's really thinking about, Or they're afraid of it coming back to haunt them when, again, no one thinks about it enough to actually remember it. So who cares anyway? Why not just do it to create this conception, this conception? Wow, we've been talking about conception a lot in this. But anyway, to create this idea of you being authentic, right? And trust me, I just want to say this as well. Being authentic, you know, again, in the authentic as in original, not authentic as in gross way that we're talking about in this podcast, but being authentic as in like being real, 
far out, it makes things so much easier. Like when I don't have to think about, oh my God, is this silly? Or, oh my God, is somebody going to judge me? Or should I record this story over and over again? Do you know how much quicker I get things done? Can you imagine if I had to restart this podcast because I didn't want to edit it just because I said that funny thing about Jane Fonda? (laughs) You're going to be like, all right, Erin, now we're definitely going to remember this. No, but seriously, like imagine... Obviously, no, I'm just being silly, but like imagine I had to record or like spend so much time editing this podcast because I was like, oh no, that's embarrassing. I just mentioned that like six times. No, of course not. I'm literally going to, I've already put the introduction clip on. I'm recording this. I'm going to put the outro clip on and then I'm going to export it, upload it, and it's going to be uploaded in less than 12 hours. Okay. Because I'm not sitting here judging everything that I've said or everything that you know, I've spoken about, or is it good enough? Isn't it good enough? I just know that I'm doing my absolute best right now. And for me, that is good enough because that's what's authentic to me. And I know that this podcast will be received well. I know that I'm going to get messages. I know that you guys are going to share it. And that just comes because I've done it over and over again and so many times, right? So yes, there is a little bit of, you've just got to kind of let hold your breath and go through those initial states as you build confidence. But really, Being authentic is so freeing. It really, really is. Authenticity for sure stems from confidence, right? It is something, it's a muscle. It's a muscle that you need to develop. It's something that you need to work on. And the more you use it, the more, the easier it's going to be. But why not just start now? Like, why not just try? It's going to help differentiate you from everybody else. Like I said, man, one in 400 trillion chance of being born. And then everything that's happened to you, I'm going to guess that you're somewhere from the ages about 18, right up to probably through to even past 50. You know, this audience is really diverse. And everything that's happened to you in all of those years has given you such a unique perspective, personality, quirk, even the way you talk, like your accent. I may be from Australia, but I have a weird, funky accent at this stage because I speak to so many international people on a daily basis. And I live with an English person that right now my accent is like an amalgamation of God knows what. And to the point where people tell me I have a horrible voice on the internet, but anyway, whatever, embraced. Um, (laughs) But seriously, like, you know, every little detail, like I wouldn't speak the way that I didn't speak if I hadn't had all the interactions that I've had in my life. You are so freaking cool. I know that sounds so corny, but I just want to tell you that. I really just want to tell you that you are really cool. You are so awesome. You are so unique. You are so special. If you have tricked yourself into thinking that you are not unique, special, and cool, then you can go tell yourself to just shut up because you are. And if you show up as that person that you are online, people are going to love you. They're going to embrace you. And if you love and embrace yourself to the point where you can get entertained by your own stories, you will make everything so much more easy for yourself. So much more easy. I mean, my English is fantastic. You'll make everything so much easier for yourself. And of course, that authenticity is really what people are craving. You know, I just want to repeat myself for the 17th time. Authenticity isn't about going further than you're feeling comfortable to do so with your content, letting people in, showing behind the scenes of stuff that doesn't make you feel good. It's not about that. It's not about being self-depreciating. It's not about showing gross parts of you just because you think that that's relatable. 
It's just about you being you. It's about talking in the way you would. It's about laughing in the way you would, acting in the way you would. It's about not holding back and just freeing yourself of the expectation that you need to be perfect because that, my dear, just does not freaking exist. Human beings are not perfect. They're random and you are too, okay? So I love you. I hope this was helpful. I can't wait to see your most hashtag authentic content online. If you do something that's totally authentic to you, tag me in it. Send it to me. Tell me if you loved this episode. I love to hear the feedback. I appreciate you so, so much, like I said in the beginning. And if you do have any episodes that you would like me to record in these little solo chats, like if there's a particular topic that you want me to speak about, just send me a message, like screenshot this episode and then send me a message so I know what you're referring to, like which platform you want me to create it on. Because yes, I create content on like every platform that exists. I am trying to re-log into my TikTok account right now, but for some reason I forgot my password. Anyway, so I love you. Thank you so much. And I will see you in the next episode. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 